Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello and welcome to this week's Wisdom Wednesday. I'm Dr. Susanna Alter. And I'm Dr. Ben. And we're both naturopathic doctors who support individuals in reversing disease and reclaiming optimal health through whole food plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine. That we are and that we do. But, you know, we've kind of been reflecting on that. Mm -hmm. And the fact is that you do that. Mm -hmm. You reverse your conditions through whole food plant-based eating and understanding how the brain and body cooperate. Um, So it's really empowerment and inspiration and connecting with that innate that we all have, which is Wednesday episodes where, let's face it, it all kind of starts in the realms of our thinking and beliefs and mindset and understanding. uh, And that leads us to behave and act and choose. And when we understand how things are happening, then we tend to behave and act and choose in accordance with our highest health destiny. Uh, So today we're talking on the podcast about over-responsibility, how to maybe avoid that, what being or feeling over-responsible might lead to, and why we may not want to go there. Um, Hmm. But before we do, we've got some kind of new and important announcements that we've never announced before. So you are some of the first people, first lucky people to know what's going on in the alter health sphere of realm of doings. Oh, I I thought you were doing announcements today. I'm already (laughs) just blabbering, but okay, I'll continue my, I I just had to take a breath. But the first thing is shift, shift, shift happens, shifts happen. Shifts are happening. And we're shifting. We're feeling it. Maybe you are too. And one of the ways that we're feeling this shift is in the migration, the turning, the evolution, the change of direction away from kind of the, what you might say, conventional social media platforms are. And we've loved our Facebook community. We do love our Facebook community. And we also love, free speech and expression, not to say that we're feeling totally censored, but we want to live in a world where there's a little bit more freedom, 
a little bit more um, openness, a little bit less of that kind of feeling like we're all being watched and controlled. Um, so we're, we are shifting. We do have a telegram channel at t.me slash alter health. The other thing that we're really excited to be shifting to is a platform called locals, locals.com, alterhealth.locals.com. And this is going to eventually, it is going to transition into taking the place of our plant-based and stress-free Facebook group, a place for people to collaborate, for us to share and communicate and kind of run some stuff and challenges and stay inspired and focused in the direction of that health empowerment that is so important. So woo for shift, woo for shift, shift Mm -hmm. happens. And Mm -hmm. thank you for taking the shift with us. so check us out on Telegram and Locals. Yeah, yeah. And and I know it might seem different and scary, maybe. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to no, be it's not. Peel, <laughs> peeling the Band-Aid off very slowly. And then once we're done, it's like we won't even know. We're like, oh, we'll be we're lo- healed. We'll be loving our Locals community so much. We won't, we won't even be missing the, the Facebook group. Yeah. So anyway, that is happening. So you'll see us, you'll see us mentioning those platforms more often. Um, but um, we're going to make sure we make this transition in plenty of time so everyone can hop yeah. on over. But anyway, let's dive into today's topic. Yeah, because I ultimately... You think what you want, you feel what you want. You can be like, oh, those ulcers. Blah, 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 blah. Well, I am not responsible for how you <laughs> perceive me. Um, and that's kind of the topic of today's. I'm just kind of being snarky, <laughs> but that's just the topic of today's conversation about avoiding that over responsibility. Yeah, yeah, the tendency to feel responsible for other people's well-being, other people's experiences, other people's reactions, right? All these these I mean, false ideas that we can ever really be responsible for other people's reactions to things, right? But really the, the I think the kind of theme I wanted to really focus on is also um mostly taking over responsibility for other people's well-being. And um, I mean, the reason why I wanted to bring this up this week is because I just had kind of an eye-opening experience of where I was doing this in my life. And it Mm kind of shocked me how much this was in my blind spot. Where? Well, please share more. Where was this happening? Well, really, it was happening in the context of my relationship with clients where I felt like it was really my duty to heal them, even though I know very much so intellectually that that's not my responsibility as a naturopathic doctor, never was my responsibility to heal someone because they heal themselves, their bodies heal themselves. Really, you know, our responsibility is to show up and teach and guide and inspire and empower, but it's not to actually, you know, heal. And and I realized how much um, how much mental energy I was putting into this attachment of like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, like, like I, I gotta make sure this person gets there. I gotta make sure this person gets there. And. And I just realized how 
draining that was for me energetically. And what it also does, this is the big kicker. Whenever we're in the situation where we are taking over responsibility for some, you know, for someone else, we're not acknowledging their power. We're not acknowledging their journey, their wisdom, their innate intelligence. I mean, I don't like the word intelligence because of course I see everyone as intelligent, but it's so, you know, it's so subconscious how from this place of wanting to help, right? We want to help, we want to do, we want to serve, but in doing so, we can actually create a situation where we're taking away an opportunity for someone to really find that deeper empowerment on their own. And this cannot, you know, it's not only in the context of healer and client, it's also in the context of partnership, in the context of parenting, in the context of everything. And so it's been really in my face recently. And honestly, as soon as I observed that tendency, all this energy freed up because I realized how silly it was for me to even think that I was responsible for a person's well-being or flourishment or whatever word I want to put on it. Yeah. Yeah. And what I hear you saying, Susanna, is that it comes from this really innocent place of just wanting to serve, wanting to be our best. And I've been pondering that innocent place where that kind of over-responsibility might stem from. And not that we like to do this or need to do this, But if I were to trace that back, if you will, to kind of a feeling, a state of being where I feel like, oh, I I feel responsible for how I'm perceived. I feel responsible for the outcome of that interaction or relationship. I feel responsible for that person's health or well-being or peace of mind. It all kind of, for me, kind of stems back to this inner like inherent misbelief misunderstanding misunderstanding misidentification of myself being less than perfect and less than worthy myself um and wanting to you know in some way innocently like kind of compensate and kind of like oh i but i can help her i can help him i can be nice there i can be perfect there so i'm good and like deserving deserving of our place in this life, on this planet, in the world. And the fact is, we don't need to earn our place in the world. We deserve it inherently. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Um, So that's kind of like the neutralization, the medicine, the, the dissolution of that whole windy road of misbelief kind of comes back to that just pure fact pure mm-hmm. fact mm-hmm. um but i was gonna say something else as well and i totally don't know what it was i just find it so fascinating how intellectually we can understand a concept and yet still um you know not be applying it in you know like i yeah. said it could completely be in our blind spot and and what what my experience is of this is that 
the more we start to see some of our tendencies that maybe don't serve us and also don't serve others, um, the, the more more sensitive we become to seeing these, you know, it's like, I, I, I have this visualization of just like, we peeled back another, another layer of like, we're able to really see on a deeper level, these thought processes. Um, and that's a gift. That's a gift. Like, and in doing so in becoming more sensitive to these thought processes that don't serve us, they start to feel more uncomfortable to the point where we really have to do something about it. Meaning we don't actually have to do something about it. We just have to let go of those thought processes, thought processes that don't hmm. serve us. Yeah. You know? So true. And we've got a great comment slash question slash inquiry uh, from Stephanie. Uh, and she says, and this reminds me actually of what I, another thought, stream that I was going on that I forgot. But Stephanie said, we cannot take on the burden of someone else's thoughts slash feelings, but we do have to take responsibility for our own actions and how those actions might, actions influence others. I'm just going to put in might. Actions might influence others because they might or might not influence others, right? Where do we draw the line? So where do we kind of draw the line? And what, what I was kind of thinking about is how, and we're not parents, we don't have any children, um, but- We have cats. We got cats. Very different, <laughs> I know. But, but I- it's taking care of and, a living being. Yeah, and I, I know that um, sometimes parents are blamed for having quote unquote bad children. Um, and sometimes parents are take uh, mm -hmm. like, oh, you've got such a great kid. You must be such a great parent. Um, like. That I don't know why that came to mind, but like the responsibility that parents have for kind of the quote unquote outcome of their child, which of course, I'm not saying that like some awful parent who's just abusive, whatever, kind of um, you know, is is like off the hook, right? But what is so the question is, and the question that I hear Stephanie asking, what is actually the responsibility and where do we draw that line and how do we draw that line and to me the responsibility of a parent the responsibility of uh, a healer doctor in relationship with a client responsibility in any sort of relationship is to be unconditionally loving you know to be and recognize and express the unconditional love and acceptance to the best of our human ability at any given point in time. Um, and that is like really messy because love spews out in all sorts of ways and we do our best. Um, and, but I, I think that that's kind of the, if we were to strive for, or, you know, where do we draw the line, draw the line in love, you know, draw the line with love. Um, and mm -hmm. because, Ultimately, it's like if that's the the guidance, if that's what we're focused towards, then it doesn't matter what we do, what we say, what we do. You know, it matters how we do it. Or I wouldn't even say that. It doesn't matter what we do or how we do it. It matters where it comes from. You know, and we all have that taste, sensation, feeling um, of something coming from love versus something coming from 
fear or judgment or whatever it is. And we just just kind of use that as our as our guide moment to moment in these relationships. My my that's my kind of orientation. Yeah, I mean honestly, I know you wanted to keep this call short, Dr. Ben, but I, I feel like we could dig into this much more. I mean, looking at Stephanie's question. Um yeah. You know, it's interesting because I, I feel as though um, in bringing this topic up, you know, I, I was thinking of really kind of focusing on this idea of the the tendency that people might have to to um, take on take on like other people's, you know, take on responsibility for for really other people's outcomes and well-being and stuff. Right. But but here's this deeper question of taking self-responsibility. I feel like that's a whole nother topic. Really. T totally. And I, I guess maybe I'll just point out again the the like i and i see it in your in your thinking and in your words stephanie about we cannot take on the burden of someone else's thoughts or feelings but we do have to take responsibility for our own actions period yeah we do have to take responsibility for our own actions period and but the second part and how those actions influence others maybe not so much of a period maybe that's the gray area right we do our best but Oh my gosh, <laughs> we do it. I've done my best and felt very in integrity a number of times, not a number of times, but one particular time comes to mind where I've done my best feeling in integrity, in love, you know, and that wasn't perceived, received very well. You've probably been there too, where you've done your best, you know, maybe it's on the road and you're driving and you, oh my gosh, remember mm -hmm. when I was driving and I, <laughs> that guy comes flying by, almost runs me off the road with a big middle finger out the window. And I'm like, what the heck did I do? Mm -hmm. Like I had no idea. Mm -hmm. um, so the fact is I, from, I did something awful in his worldview, right? I did something awful from where he was driving his truck, but we do, I, I was absolutely doing my best and in full integrity with my driving on the road in that moment. So I think the, the period uh, after we, um, we can only, we, we take responsibility for our own actions and behaviors, do the best that we can. And the, how they influence others is always and forever out of our control. We do our best to have a, leave a positive influence on others. You know, why wouldn't we? Of course, that's like the good in humanity always strives to do that back to that people pleasing tendency. But we got to create that separation of what's actually fundamentally true and real mm -hmm. and accessible and not leave ourselves with these false pretenses and false unfulfilled expectations that we need to let ourselves be. Um, perfectly received by everyone all the time because we are not in control of that period mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. Yeah. And actually I want to share one more story because it kind of ties all of this together, um, which is the story of how I used to feel in my relationship with Ben, where um, 
I really wanted Ben to like, if, if I was ever feeling sad or upset about something, I wanted him to basically come and, and console me and wrap his arms around me and say, everything's okay. Everything's okay. And sometimes he does. Sometimes he does. But, you know, but, but Ben actually identified this pattern and, and Ben kind of saw like, oh, Susanna has this tendency to always like, like rely on others when she feels sad or she feels upset. And, um, you know, if, if Ben felt responsible for my feeling at all times, you know, like, like wanting me to be happy all the time, then what he would do is probably say, Oh no, Suzanne, it's okay. How can I cheer you up? How can I make it better? And what it would leave me in is a position of still feeling dependent on him to make me feel happy. What is that called again? Codependence? Right. Codependence? Codependent what, relationship? What is yeah. so cool, which I didn't see in the beginning, but but what you saw, what you saw is like, hmm, you know, I'm not responsible for Susanna's <laughs> sadness or upset. So like, I'm going to let, I'm going to let her find her peace on her own because I acknowledge that she's got all that she needs to find that. And some people call it soulmates. <laughs> you know, some people call those kind of relationships where we're supporting the authentic evolution of consciousness and awareness and acknowledgement of our true nature in another being like that, that those are the soulmate relationships. In other words, those people who trigger us, those people who flip us off in trucks, zooming past us, trying to force us off the highway, those people who are really pushing us to uncomfortable places within ourselves are our soulmates that are supporting our awakening of consciousness. Yes, yes. And what I want to say about, you know, this, this exact example is that what Ben didn't do was take that responsibility of me and my experience and my well-being. That left space for me to step into my power and to really find that my happiness doesn't come from anyone outside of me. My happiness is inside of me. And, you know, the only thing that takes me away from that peace is my my thinking about, you know, whatever. Am I thinking about you know, the stressful, you know, I'm thinking about the, 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 just the monkey mind. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so I love this situation. I love this example because it brings together that you weren't taking, you know, you weren't falling into the over responsibility. Mm-hmm. And now I see how my upset, I'm taking responsibility for my experience. Here's the self-responsibility piece, which is, yes, like what Stephanie was saying, you know, taking responsibility for our experience, that is what we're responsible for, not other people's experiences. So that's all of it. And I would just like to end with um, a thought that I have actually frequently. I have this thought about could you imagine living in a world where everyone was so self-centered, so selfish that all they did was take exquisite, unconditionally loving care for themselves? 
and we knew those authentic boundaries, like, and who was responsible for our well-being and our health, I think that would be kind of cool. The fact is we don't live in that world. The fact is we do live in community. And the fact is that our energies commingle and merge and we have this these souls as well that are like on a journey of learning, growing and evolving in consciousness. And it gets kind of messy. But just I bring up that fact because being what we might refer to as that like selfish, self-centered, just kind of taking care of yourself and really protecting your energy, whatever you want to call it, that is not in any way selfish. That allows humanity to flourish in the end. But we also are in relationships. So it's not like it's so paradoxical as with most things in the universe. Um, so anywho, rambling. And uh, thanks for being with us as always on another Wisdom Wednesday. Just another recap of those announcements from the beginning. We are starting to shift things away from conventional social media platforms into telegram t.me slash alter health and also the locals platform alterhealth.locals.com where we'll be fostering more community and collaboration so thanks as always for mm -hmm. being here mm -hmm. and we'll bye. see you guys next time bye for now peace and love